Welcome to the Real Film Nerds Harvest Horror Fest. Welcome everyone to another episode of the Real Film Nerds and the second installment to the Harvest Horror Fest. I am your host, Mike Talent, and with me as always is the co-host, Matt Hinshaw, and we are going to be talking about a Stephen King movie that hasn't been remade this year, and uh, this is episode number 139. I'm sure there's probably at least two or three remakes out there. They just haven't remade it in 2019, right? Yeah, yeah. We were just talking about how there's been so many remakes of Stephen King movies, like Pet Cemetery, uh, It Chapter 2. Um, what was the other one? For this year? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't know if it was a remake. Pet well, you got Pet Cemetery, right? Yeah. Pet Cemetery, It Chapter Two. Um well it's not a remake, it's just a movie, but Doctor Sleep's uh, coming. Oh yeah, Doctor Sleep. Okay. Yeah, it's not a remake. It's more of a sequel. Yeah, it's a sequel, but what's interesting is uh the director and writer I don't know if it's the writer of it, but the director of it was saying he's doing like a blend of the or Shining by Stanley Kubrick and the book by Stephen King. We'll see how well Stephen King likes this one. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Well, uh, with that, though, Matt, do you want to give us the rundown of our uh, 1980s classic Children of the Corn? 1984 Children of the Corn classic? Woo! Okay. I can do it, Mike. Let's see if I don't butcher any of these words and or names. Children of the Corn was directed by Fritz Kirsch, written by Stephen King, based on his short story, and George Goldsmith, who did the screenplay. It stars Peter Horton, Linda Hamilton, R.G. Armstrong, John Franklin, Courtney Gaines, and Robbie Keeger. Here's a little, little snippet of uh, what this film's about. A young couple is trapped in a remote town where a dangerous religious cult of children believe everyone over the age of 18 must be killed. Nice, dude. I I like the emphasis on the must be killed. Yeah? Is that good? That's added to our little Harvest Horror Fest. Yes. No, no, that that was good, man. So, Matt, I'm going to ask you your first impressions of this. What did you think? And how long ago was it when you saw this the first time? Do you even remember? Well... You're probably going to get mad at this, Mike, but I have not seen this movie all the way through until Harvest Horror Fest. I've seen bits and pieces and chunks here and there, but I've never really had much of a desire to watch it all the way through. Well, I don't think I'm mad because I'm glad that you watched it all the way through for the Harvest Horror Fest. It was tough. It was a tough watch because Linda Hamilton can destroy Terminators in the exact same year, but get tortured and strung up on a cross by a bunch of children i don't believe it mike i don't believe it yeah this isn't the same sarah connor that you know right yeah like that yeah although you know 1984 the original terminator she was not the badass that we're getting this year or from terminator 2 she was the um the more chill, relaxed college student that didn't know what was going on. She's only recently become the badass in 92 
when with Terminator Two. That's a lot of twos. Yes, that is a lot of twos. And you're right. She's she's gonna reprise the role and be Sarah Connor again in this uh, latest Terminator movie. I don't even know what it's called because I get all the names confused. But uh, whatever the latest Terminator movie is coming out, Dark Fate. Does that sound right? Yeah, yeah, that's probably right. Uh, are we gonna uh, Are we gonna review that, Mike? Oh, we have to, man. The Governor's in it. Fair enough. Oh, and you know one thing uh, they did say. Um, oh, what's his nuts that invented uh, the Terminator? James Cameron. Yes. Uh, Mr. Avatar. He uh, uh, yes. <laughs> he D- said dances with Smurfs. Yeah, dances with Smurfs. Yep, 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 yep. He said that Arnold Schwarzenegger's Terminator in the new one is not related to the old Terminator. Like the one that melted in Terminator 2 and the other one that was crushed in the original Terminator, which makes sense because they did melt the one in Terminator 2. He is actually a Terminator that's been on Earth, like living quietly in the woods or something for decades. So that's why he looks old. That's how they're explaining his age. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I was just going to hit the make believe. I mean, with the Terminator movies and time travel, I mean, shit gets all out of whack anyway. Oh, sure. You can hit make-believe with Terminator, but not at Astra. (laughs) Yeah, true. Awful, Mike. Awful. Well, okay, so Children of the Core was interesting. It was a movie. There was a lot of corn. It was not the corn I was expecting. I was expecting a band, but... (laughs) It's not an episode of South Park, Matt. (laughs) Right? I love that episode of South Park too, where they they have a like a Scooby Doo van and they all wear the same clothes. That's hilarious. That was a Halloween episode too. It was. <laughs> that was good stuff, man. Good stuff. Have you been watching the new season of South Park? Oh, of course, man. I love it. Uh, integrity. Integrity weed. <laughs> I love how they just don't even like batter beat around the bush. They just. Was it their second or the third episode? They just went right after China. Second and third. Oh, I have. A, okay, I must have missed one. No, no, I haven't missed one. Anyways, yeah. So, Children of the Corn. It was a movie. It was okay. The children were creepy as shit. That's for sure. Most of them. I still don't understand how they were able to slaughter an entire town of people. I guess that would be, uh, you know, a warning here. We're going to spoil it because it's an old movie. But I guess it's because of the demon thing gave them the powers to be able to overcome people with guns. I, I don't get it. Like, how could the police officer who has a firearm just not pull it out and shoot one of these kids? I don't know, man. It was different times, you know? Like, it's not like now where we just shoot people and, like, erase our body cams. It, it, wow. it was different. <laughs> <laughs> Holy hell, Mike. (laughs) (laughs) All right, then. All right. I don't know, man. It it, it was the 80s. I I guess uh, this is... uh, You're going to love this, man. You just have to make believe. Like Ad Astra. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to keep using that from here on out. Whatever you say, I'm just like, like Ad Astra. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, like Ad Astra. Yeah. But yeah, no, I mean, it was, it was an interesting movie. It wasn't, it's not my favorite, uh, you know, it was fun to watch, but it's an interesting concept. That's for sure. A bunch of kids taking over a town. 
Yeah, I, you know, watching it now, I, I think it had been, I, I couldn't even remember when the last time I saw it was, and it was probably in some kind of horror marathon weekend or something, and watching it now again, I was like, it wasn't really that scary. Uh, it's still not that scary, although the kids are creepy, um, for sure. The, the, the Isaac and Malachi um, characters are just, I don't know. Well, especially but, Isaac. I mean, they got a really creepy looking kid. Like he's a weird looking kid. Yeah, yeah. Um but it I don't know. It wasn't I guess it didn't it didn't scare me. Like I thought this one would still be kind of scary and hold up to be scary and stuff and no, it wasn't really scary. It's like I guess more disturbing. Uh and maybe just creepy with the kids and stuff. I think the the story is just creepy because the kids are in charge and they're you know listening to this you know devilly type thing. I don't know whatever whatever's talking to them. Is that like the devil of the corn? Y- yeah, I guess I don't know. Maybe he's adamantly against popcorn. And then, what did you think about those those uh, the the end scene with the the light or whatever or whatever that was? You know, when the the power from the corn comes and like takes over uh, Isaac's character. It was some kind of glob. Yeah, that was rough. It was rough, man. It's the eighties, though. You know, they did what they could with what they had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. So it was it was tough. Um, there's definitely a lot of symbolism in this. Uh, one that I did not understand whatsoever was the old man working on the trucks that clearly is within vicinity of the corn and how he's left perfectly alive through the slaughter of the rest of the town. But he has a business, but he has no gas. He has a business, but he won't work on cars. I really just I didn't understand the whole old man part at all, like whatsoever. Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure what the point of that part was as well. Or do you think he was like uh, like in Cabin in the Woods where they explain it with like the harbinger or whatever? Like, oh yeah, maybe he's that that uh, uh, uh not stereotype. Would it? Um, trope i guess yeah that trope he's the he's he's the harbinger in this this story yeah so the old man is warning the young college couple that's coming to you know play around in some weird town they've never heard of to turn around and leave and they don't listen and they go to the town anyways yeah maybe that is his role to direct people away because he knows bad things are happening but but they don't mess with him i guess yeah why why did the children not screw with him before that Maybe he's in. He, maybe he's involved with the corn. Maybe he's he's a follower. Maybe he's a a grown up follower, and he knows what goes down over there. Uh. Well, then why would they kill him though? I don't know, man. I don't know. Um. You know, the worst part of this whole freaking movie was when they killed the dog. It was awful. That was bad. Why did they got to do that? Although they did it right, though they did it. Um. As you like to say, very Hitchcockian. Yes, yes, you don't get to see it. Yeah, you have just this blood-soaked kerchief. 
I think. Yeah. Well, it also saves on the the budget, man. Plus, our our imagination's so much worse. Oh yeah, it was. Oh, definitely. It it's true. That's one thing. You know, that's why books are always going to be. Oh, I shouldn't say it. Better in some aspects than movies and visual media because it lets your imagination run wild and you start thinking stuff up and. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of crazy coming out of your mouth, Matt, because you always, you know, you don't read. No, I don't don't even know what books are. No, I don't even have a book. If you had a bookshelf, it would be like filled with with Star Wars characters. I I have books like these. For those of you who don't see Mike and I, because we are now doing this through video so we can see each other, which is kind of creepy. Um, I held up a Spider-Man comic book. Yeah, and comic books aren't real reading, man. No, they're just full of pictures. They're for kids, right? Yeah. So I'm a 37-year-old kid. All right, glad we got to the bottom of that. Maybe I should be a part of the Children of the Corn. Yeah. I do like corn. It's delicious. Uh, I I think that's the only qualification, so I think you're in. Perfect. Uh, Do I have to kill people, though? Uh, you might, you might have to. Well, but they got, but I'll, I'll, they got Mordecai. Yeah, Malachi, but sorry. I mean, some, oh yeah, yeah. Mordecai was the one from Cabin in the Woods. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> and it's also a character from Borderlands. <laughs> oh, nice. But, okay, so yeah, they got Malachi, so they don't need me to kill people. So we're all right. We're good. All right. So Mike, what did you think of Children of the Corn? For your, how many times have you seen it? Is this like your 10th time watching it? I was trying to think of how, how often I've seen it. I think I've only seen this one a few times, man. And, you know, it's, like I said, it just wasn't that scary. So, I don't know. There's some movies that just hold up that are much more creepy. Like, this one has a lot of creepy stuff, but it just wasn't as scary. You know, it wasn't like The Shining. Ugh. Yeah, dude. Or, or <laughs> um... Just other, like Event Horizon is one of my favorites, or, I don't know, <laughs> Hereditary, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry, I'm terrible. Sorry, Michael, I didn't mean to torture you. Yes, he did. Yeah, I did. It was fun. All right, Mike, well, let's see. How far are we into our discussion? I don't have my thingy up because I have the, the other thingy up. Oh, you know what? I think we're about ready to talk about how Children of the Corn relates to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yes. Yes, we are ready to talk about that. Um, so this one, I was a little worried, you know, a movie that's the, well over 30 years old in 1984, but, uh, I did find, uh, a guy who works in the sound department. Uh, he was Gary B- Borogius. I probably said it wrong. Borogius. Uh, he worked on Captain America, first Avengers as a re- re-recording mixer and then he also worked on this movie as a re-recording mixer so he's like a sound dude that like never leaves his house probably yeah but i mean that's still cool man i found a sound guy that worked on both movies it's crazy yeah 
uh, it's seriously impressive how much the Marvel Cinematic Universe relates to everything. 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 Yes. And it's only getting bigger. I mean, we got what phase four coming out soon. Yeah. Do we? We don't have any more movies this year, right? No. It's it's done. Yeah. yeah. But we got some. They usually start coming out around April of next year, so we'll see. And then the TV shows, they're coming hot and heavy, too. Yeah, that comes with the new Disney Plus stuff, right? Dude, what are you, what are you thinking about these streaming awards, man? They're getting crazy. Everybody is doing streaming. Like, everybody. It's literally streaming wars. Uh, I think it's great. Uh, there's definitely going to be some people that lose badly, though. Yeah, I think we're going to see a lot of bloodshed, in my opinion. Yeah, I think I think a lot of services are going to end up going down and things are going to fade away. I am actually think it might get to the point where a lot of the cable channels that people don't really like and, and watch too much, that kind of cable forces on people now because of the way that they bundle stuff, might just disappear. So what streaming services... Do you think it'll be worth it in the future, Mike? What are you going to buy? Well, right now I'm going to give I'm going to give the Disney Plus one a chance. I'm not sure what it's going to actually do, but they have so much uh content. Uh they also bought Fox. So I just want to see how they're going to let you stream it. Like I don't know if they're just going to give you full run of the everything or if it's going to be like if they're going to have limits on stuff, I, I don't know. They seem to indicate that they won't, but I find it. I find like their their very cheap, reasonable price that they're coming out with with the service will quickly raise once they have a certain number of users. I don't know how many, but certain number, and then they basically have you hooked. Uh, I also see them like cross promoting a lot, like Hulu and stuff, since they own the majority of Hulu now or have the controlling stake. And then they're going to buy out Comcast in a year or two, some kind of weird deal, but they control their votes. So I, I, I don't know how that's going to go. I, I, f- I feel like the Apple one that they just came out, they're not going to have a lot of content. And so their stuff is cheap, but I don't know if a lot of people are going to use it. I know you get access for a year when you buy new hardware. So that might help hook people. I don't know, man, but like NBC, I think AT&T is coming out with another HBO streaming service, which seems really weird since there's already two. It's just so many, man. Like like you said, there's CBS All Access. There's, I, I don't know, there's even like an all horror one, Matt. I forget what it's named. named yeah, but. I'm actually surprised you don't have one because the all horror one is actually really big. I think it's called Shudder. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's actually really big, especially if you're into classic horror stuff. And they're getting some exclusives as well on there. A lot, if you're into horror, a lot of people get it because it's really cheap, like really cheap. I think it's even cheaper than Disney Plus. Wow. But um, for for my buck, I have Netflix, I have Hulu, um, I have prepaid for Disney Plus for a year. I think a year is plenty to prepay for because, I, like you're saying, I think they're going to jack the price up. Um, I was even asked because they did that three-year deal if you signed up for something else. And I was like, no, three years is kind of pushing it because there's one show I definitely want to see. Well, two. 
I want to see the Mandalorian for sure. I'm more hyped. Like this is almost blasphemy. I'm more hyped for the Mandalorian than I am for the new Star Wars movie. Honestly, I really am. Man, that is why do you blaspheme? Because <laughs> look who's all involved with the Mandalorian, and it's a really cool thing to think about. And John Favreau is so passionate about it. He wrote three episodes before he even went and pitched it to Disney. Wow. I mean, I like J.J. Abrams and everything, but I just no. I'm I'm really looking forward to the Mandalorian and the new Clone Wars. And then, of course, all the Marvel movies are going to get dumped on to Disney Plus when their contract with Netflix runs out. So it'd be nice to be able to watch those whenever I want. And so I'm going to give Disney Plus a try. But it, for anything beyond that, I'm really not, you know, doing. I, I want to get CBS All Access, but just to watch The Twilight Zone. I've talked about that before, but I haven't done it yet. There's just so much more to watch right now. Yeah, there is. So. All right, Mike. Well, let's see. Um, since we've already been talking about spoilers, uh, are you are you going to ask the all important question so you don't get more hate mail? Oh yes, Matt. Uh, what are you drinking? <sighs> well, Mike, today I'm going with an old trusty champagne of beers. Oh man! All right, so uh, so Miller High Life. Yep, you can't go wrong with Miller High Life. I mean, it's less than a dollar a beer if you buy a twelve pack. It's great. It's like ten bucks for a twelve pack of bottles. That is good, man. So it's a good, quick, cheap alternative, and it's not that bad of a beer. And you know, it's in the movie, so I always feel like I'm in a movie when I'm drinking one. <laughs> Matt, you are in a movie. Yeah. You are in a movie. Your life is a movie. Yeah, it's a horror horror harvest. Ugh. I screwed that up, didn't I? It's a it's a harvest horror fest film. Is what my move my life is. <laughs> oh, all right. Not and not the children of the corn. It's probably it's not hereditary. It's uh maybe cabin in the woods because it's a little bit of everything. And oh, okay, all right. Everything's just a joke. All right, like the comedian gotcha. says, right. Yeah. Oh, dude, are you going to watch that? See, now I got a topic again. The new Watchmen show that comes out on the 20th on HBO. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, I want to. Yeah, that looks good. That looks real good. Yeah, I, I will try and make time for that. But, uh, okay, so uh, I am drinking just a, a plain old uh, yingling uh, lager, just a, just a normal cheap beer dude that's a weird weird beer i have never had one of those until i came and visited you and it was not quite what i expected it wasn't bad but being a red beer like a red ale kind of thing i thought it was going to be more like on the lines of like uh killians or something it was not no no but it's like america's oldest brewery man it's 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 very popular here on the east coast i'm not saying it was a bad beer I, it was just not what i expected i and yeah. i made sure to get a couple Okay, good. I think more than a couple, actually, but yeah. Yeah, a lot more than a couple. Well, that's fine. All right, so, Matt, um, 
Mike, you know, I think I think it's just time for us to to do the ratings, man. I don't know. We kind of already spoiled it. Yeah. So. Well, I, I don't know what else to talk about. You know, on the children of the court, the kids are creepy as shit. Oh, you know one thing. Oh, I just took a drink and it screwed up my voice. Sorry about that, peeps. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I had to. I had to finish choking it down. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is that what you do with the champagne you just choke it down yep, i don't even taste it it just goes down the gullet just open up <laughs> nice. my mouth and just pour um peter horton has to be christian bale's dad <laughs> yeah dude he looks just like christian bale it's freaky at least in this movie he does I don't know, man. I guess you're right. He kind of does a little bit. No, he does. He does. I was expecting him to turn to the camera and be like, I am Batman. (laughs) Nice. With the voice, too, right? Right, of course. But no. (laughs) Oh, all right. All right. All right. So you want me to go first or you want to go first when it comes to our numbers, our review game? Uh, why don't you go first, Matt? Because I went first the last time. All right. So, like I said, it's good. It's okay. It's a movie. Uh, it wasn't scary. The kids are creepy. Uh, yeah. There's corn. So, I think it's just average. I give it a three out of five. Nice, man. Nice. Yeah. So this one, it, it it's, you know. It didn't, in my mind, it, I was expecting it to be scarier and stuff, and it, it's creepy, but it wasn't as scary. And so I'm just going to give this one two and a half reels out of uh, five. How did I give a, a, a higher score than you? I don't know. But Matt, uh, sp- you know, now that we're done with our ratings, do you want to talk about what we want to do next week? Like, we haven't determined it, but you, you mentioned a little... Um, sci-fi kind of movie that you might want to review should we keep the sci-fi horror going michael in honor of the universal studios orlando maze and before that was it last year and the year before they were scare zones uh at least last year for sure well and and it's almost a request it's kind of a request um my buddy dave his uh, girlfriend Tina was talking about how she ran across something talking about, you know, clowns in outer space. And I was like, Oh, Oh, you mean killer clowns from outer space? And she's like, no, no, that's not it. It has to be something else. And she was like skimming through the air channels here. We have an air channel. It's done by three that um, it's like old sci-fi movies and stuff. And I think killer clowns from outer space was on it. And she didn't nice. Yeah. And she didn't realize what it was. And so then I was like, no, you're talking about killer clowns from outer space. So a few days later when I saw her again, she's like, you're right. It was killer clowns from outer space. I was like, well, you know, do you, I was like, we're talking about, you know, reviewing it on the pod. Cause we do the horror thing and the harvest horror fest and it'd be kind of fun. And it's a cheesy one. And I haven't tortured Mike yet this year with a really bad movie like Tusk from last year. And that might be a good oh, one. Oh man, Tusk. Yeah, yeah. I think I think we should. Let's do Killer Clowns from Outer Space, man. So let's do it. And it's uh right now for those of you who want to watch it and talk about it with us. It's streaming on Amazon Prime. Yeah, so if you have Prime Video, if you are a Prime customer, 
You could watch this right now for no cost, besides your Prime membership. <laughs> yeah, besides your $120 a year Prime membership. <laughs> yes. But, no, um, it was it used to be on Hulu, and that was actually where I first watched it. I watched it, I don't know, probably a year or two ago, and it was on Hulu, and Hulu had it forever. And then I was like, oh, man. So I started looking, trying to see where I could find it, and I was like, oh, it's on Amazon Prime. Done. We're doing it. We're doing it. All right. So with that, we are doing it. Um, Matt, do you want to close this out of here? Yeah, you don't have anything else, Michael? No, no, I think that's it. Um, oh, you know, if, if oh, Children of the Corn is also on Amazon Prime if you would like to watch it, or at least it, it was this week. You know, one thing we forgot to mention on Gemini Man, uh, you know, I was just editing it, going through it, and we didn't tell people what we we're going to review next week, Mike. Oh, well, I don't know if we know. Oh, I know. Because I've seen the trailer many, many times that comes out on October 18th. So what are we going to review, man? Zombieland Double Tap. Oh, yeah, of course. Duh. Yeah, we can't miss that. We got to do that. That's going to be fun. Yeah, and that's kind of a Harvest Horror movie as well. Yeah, it's a theater Harvest Horror Fest movie. So next week, it's lots of uh, horror. More horror and more horror. Everybody loves it. Yes, more horror. You just like to add that extra R. I think when you <laughs> say horror, you're saying it with like like H O R O R R R R R R. Perhaps I am. Perhaps I. Am. Well, I know you don't want to upset the ladies by saying it the other way. You want? Yes. Make sure and get those R's in there. So. Yeah. All right, Mike. Nothing else? You we're good? We're out? Yeah, I think I think we're out, man. All right. Well, Why don't you take us out? Let's see what I can do without screwing it up like I usually do. So make sure you like, subscribe, share, tell people about our podcast. Tune in to the radio on Monday where I'm going to talk about the movie we just said that I forgot already. Zombie Land Double Tap. Gemini Man. <laughs> Gemini Man. No, Gemini Man, right? Yeah, but this is for afterwards because this is going to come out after I already do the radio. Oh, all right. See? That's why I was like, Gemini Man. No, it's not Gemini Man. It's going to be a Zombie Land Double Tap. I'm going to talk with Lisa Live and Local on Magic 99.1. And I'm sure she will love my review of that unless she's on vacation again, which I don't think she is. I think she's going to be around. So tune in for that. Um, I show up at the studio at 8.30. I usually go on about 8.45, sometimes on the 9 o'clock hour. It's fun. I goof around with her for a minute. And it's, you know, it's like, what, two or three minutes, I think, something like that. Anyways. So tell your friends, tell your family, like, subscribe, rate, review, especially on the iTunes. And we will chat at you next week. Thank you for listening to The Real Film Nerds. Now, don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Real Film Nerds. Now, go out and catch a movie.